if you want to be successful in sales or business, number one, you must invest in yourself. It really comes right back to you. So when I was asking myself those questions, all the answers kept pointing back to me, to the individual. Okay, well, it's because of you, or it's because of what you said, or it's because of how you did it, or it's because of how you shook his hand, or their hand, or her hand, or it's because you spoke about the kids and sports, whatever. Today, we get to speak with Everald Reed. He's the author of The Reed Method, a blueprint for achieving sales mastery, and host of the Reed Method Insider podcast. Not only does he teach sales, he's been practicing it for over 30 years. Now, in 1989, he took a summer job selling cars to earn extra money for college. The job was supposed to be temporary, but Everald realized that he had a gift for selling and his part-time status eventually evolved into a full-time career in automotive sales. From his earliest years in the retail car industry, Everald has been a keen student of selling, eager to learn new strategies and techniques to build his knowledge base, and more importantly, to expand his customer base. His sales mastery has led to top sales ranking at the dealerships where he has worked, as well as many awards for his performance. Along the way, Everald adopted the Kaizen philosophy of continuous improvement that remains central to his present-day sales, advertising, and marketing efforts. He's also recently launched an amazing service known as Yachty.com, which is a marketplace for local vendors in Jamaica, his home. Let's learn more about Everald in this episode. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. We want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Errol, so excited to have you here. Yeah, like it's been a year and a bit already. So it's finally. <laughs> the, the honor, I had to work my way up through the other shows to get to yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny way to put it there, my friend. <laughs> that was certainly not a, not the intention. Yeah. Work up to the best is, is what it is. I don't know. <laughs> because, well, the funny thing is I, I only recorded maybe three episodes this year because all of the episodes that I've been recording that have been publishing for 2021 were recorded during the pandemic. Yeah. I just uh, bulk produced it, but... I have been thinking of changing up the format and I'm like, how do I change up a format that's already working fine? Maybe I just need to market more and yeah. leave the format as is. Because what we're creating on the podcast are, are very evergreen content that brings value back to the listener over and over. No matter what time, what century you listen to this podcast, you will find a very powerful, actionable items. I like that. Thank you, man. So, See? Everald, you know, we've talked so much about so many different things. Tell us a version of story that no one's heard of before. A version of a story that no one's heard of before. Oh, my goodness. You know, <clears throat> I think the story, I mean, if I were, I don't know if it's a story, but it's a, uh, 
you know, it, it's eventful. Um, and I haven't talked about this much, uh, probably uh, in public outside of a little, our very exclusive group. And, um, you know, it's having to deal with tragedy um, this year for me, which um, after being married for 28 years, uh, almost 28 years, uh, my wife passed away this summer from cancer. And um, so that's been a, a bit of a, you know, um, you know, a dent in the road, so to, well, so to speak, along the way, and um, so that so I haven't talked much about that, and I and I'm told I need to talk more about that, or you know, uh, I was at my my physician this morning for the first time. Can you believe it? I actually went to a doctor's office because wow. they've been closed for a year and a half. Uh huh. Right. I'm like, do you guys work anymore or are you just sitting there collecting money? Like, I, I asked them. <laughs> yep, that's what they do. <laughs> yeah. So, so I said, I'm coming, you know. Uh, anyway, so I did that. But yeah, so my, 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 a, a big story or event in my life has, has been that. And uh, at age 52, I didn't think I'd be dealing with that or having to deal with that at this stage of, of my life and my kid's life so that's that's i think the the story that would be most relatable and prevalent no absolutely so that's that's something else altogether right earlier we were talking with angel and he was telling about the loss that his friend has been experiencing over the past year so many people that they knew it's almost like when you're in the at at war and you're you have a platoon and now you go on a mission and everybody is affected or or you know didn't make it back and yeah. you're the only one make it back and the pressure it's almost like ptsd right you, you that traumatic disorder yeah it's it just stays with you and i don't know if it ever goes yeah, and, and that's the thing, right? People who will be in that situation, especially in war, would question why them, why, where, why they're the ones that are left behind or saved yeah. or, yeah. you know, made it through. And I guess when you, <clears throat> when you've experienced loss, especially at the close level that I have and many other people have, you know, someone directly in your home or a partner, a brother, sister, an immediate yeah. relative, then, you know, it. it Apparently, you know, I've been told to go, you go through stages and it takes time. So, um, first of all, I was told I'm in denial today by my doctor. So Because you're laughing? Goes, huh? Because you were laughing? Because, or because, because you're... he's kind of a funny guy, right? Okay. So, I will, like, you know, he, he's not like your typical doctor. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he literally wants to start talking and tell me stories the minute you walk in. To, to visit him and then you have to kind of remind him of who you are and then he'll he'll, he'll immediately come back because he's got like so many patients right yeah but um but i actually like going to him because you know going to a doctor that makes you laugh is actually a little bit of therapy in my opinion 100 percent, <laughs> right? yeah yeah and you know and and he knows about my personal situation so so yeah so those things um and then he said, well, you know, the fact that you're working so much and, you know, diving into work nonstop is because you're in denial. So, 
So that's my word of the day. <laughs> In denial. In denial. Or two words. <laughs> well, sometimes your heart and your mind does need that time, right? Because even though they might be saying that you're in denial, the doctor might be saying you're in denial and you're keeping yourself busy, your subconscious is still processing all of that. A hundred percent. Right, so. A hundred percent, because I go through it all the time. So it doesn't mm -hmm. matter what I'm doing at any point of the day, wherever I am, whether it be in the car, you know, um, et cetera or going to a different room in the house yeah. or doing an activity around the house or even with the puppy, which was my wife's puppy for the most part, like everything, there's nothing that doesn't connect something to, yeah. to her. So yeah. it's, it's, it's an impossibility. Yeah. So you yeah. are, you're not just in denial. And I guess the reason the in denial part comes out is because you're so inside of it. Yeah. Right, you're so inside of it that the only thing you want to look at look is up because everything around is well, you know, it's it's reminding of the loss that you've experienced. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and it's just a matter of how how one takes losses, and I can't say that I'm an expert in this because this is fresh. This is only four months um, to make any sort of, you know you know, intelligent or um, suggestions for anyone because it's very fresh for me to be yeah. uh, and recent. So it's a learning process for me, frankly, and that will continue for some time. Yeah. Um, day by day and, and then go from there. But I keep busy and I try to smile because <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I think it's probably what has kept me going. Like everybody yeah. deals with things differently. Right. So, you know, I've had to deal with, I've had to learn quickly how to kind of maneuver through each day mm -hmm. and, and each night and then get up again and start over. So, yeah, no, I totally understand. I don't get it, but I understand. I don't get you it know. either. I'm still working on that. <laughs> my friend, uh, my friend who's local here, he also had a similar loss with, where his wife passed away. And now he, had, you know, he has four kids. Wow all under, uh, what's that, 15 or 16? I think his oldest daughter is 16 and he's looking to get her married uh, pretty soon here. But it's it's different, right? It's a different chapter of your life, what, you know. But let's go back to the origin story of Everald Reed, you know, where- Origin story. Wow. Origin story, right? Where, where did it all start? What is, what is, what is the things that are keeping you busy right now or that you put yourself oh in that keeps you busy? <laughs> well, I'm not sure if the origin has to do with anything that's keeping me busy now, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the origin is, you know, Jamaican-born. You know, I'll quickly run through that. Um, did high school in Jamaica, but have, have been living in Canada for decades now. I think about three and a half decades wow. I've been in Canada, so... Um, you know, uh, I've, I've traveled and worked across the U.S. and Canada um, and many other places and um, built up and, and worked in the automotive space, notably, for uh, over a couple of decades. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, the rest of my career in uh, sales and marketing across North America. So um, <clears throat> I've had the pleasure or the um, the opportunity, <laughs> uh, I guess, to have you know learned the sales and success. You know, learn what it takes to be successful in sales and business, and or successful individual um, in whatever you choose to do, and not just doing so in one market because most people have a career path and it it's it's usually in one city one state one town they never leave mm -hmm. you know or rarely get to make a second big leap but i think for me part of my journey and story has been the opportunity to have been well traveled and learn uh bits and pieces from different market areas in different countries and really hone that in as to see what drives individuals to make them successful and how that transforms to make organizations successful. Yeah. And that's been kind of, that's evolved for me into creating courses. Uh, actually, some of the books are on the, my, the back here. Uh, nice. Uh, three or four of the courses that I've created, one on sales mindset principle, which I believe is fundamental to anyone's success in sales and business. You have to have the right mindset and talks about what the principles are. Mm -hmm that sets you up for success. Uh, I've also created an automotive specific uh, leasing course. So that's another specific uh, online course uh, about to be launched anytime. And- uh, Very cool. I've, and I've read the book, uh, written the book, the, uh, the Read Method. And now you know, and uh, since we started on our little journey, I think I started, I think I started Yadi after this, after yeah. our um after we started meeting after we started meeting so so it's been over a year because yadi will become a year old our first anniversary is in is in about three weeks it's a, it's on november 7th we launched wow. so this little startup that could <laughs> is about is about to celebrate its first first birthday see there's so, there's there's so amazing things that have been going on and you're saying the origin story has nothing to do with what you're working on. I don't know. <laughs> but there is, that's a big lie because <laughs> Yadi yeah. comes from, where does it come from? Tell I'm us. from Yad, <laughs> from Jamaica. <laughs> from Jamaica, where do you come from? <laughs> uh, I'm from Yad too. <laughs> you're from Jamaica. From Jamaica. <laughs> There's a connection. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, this this whole Yadi phenomenal, phenomena is, is based on you know the, the pan, pan it was pandemic driven it was mm -hmm. you know covid driven as that affected all caribbean islands and everywhere in the world as you can see but them specifically uh with no travel no tourism no cruise ships no you know flights no hotels and as the number one industry for many caribbean islands to not have that industry yeah um or any of it not even like you had a portion of it but there's zero <laughs> okay for a year and a half i try to find a way to bring their products the other way instead of them waiting for tourists and and buyers to come to them so yadi was founded on the principle of showcasing and selling inspiration and the vibes of folk of jamaicans and their great talents and their products 
across uh, across the world. And uh, thankfully, so far, we have been doing so in, in three countries, UK, Canada, the United States. And, you know, here we go. Yeah, man, basically half of the world is seeing the products. Yeah, half, yeah. yeah. And every day I look and I, I, I see the analytics. There's people from countries that I don't even recognize are checking out the site. Yeah. So it's 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 quite something that if you know if you put something out there, you never know what might show up. Yeah, because you know something that is beautiful around all of that is you come from Jamaica. People from Jamaica are in all parts of the uh, all parts of the world. Yes. So when they hear something about being able to uh, getting access to products from their own country, there's a strong bond in that. There's a strong connection in that. So yeah, when you when you hear when you when you look at the analytics and you can't even pronounce the name of these countries, well, guess what? People from Jamaica are living in those countries. Well, they certainly are, right? They they are everywhere. But the thing that we're also learning and that we are going to strongly uh, pivot to a bit is it's not just the diaspora that is that has an interest in these products. Mm -hmm. Frankly, there's a greater amount of tourists and the curious and Caribbean lovers. I mean, Jamaica is the most prominent island, <laughs> known island in the world. Yeah. You know, from Bob Marley. From, from you know from music from culture from food people like there's so much track yeah. and field i mean like there's so That's much amazing. dominance yeah um and it's worldwide so so it's not just we have a we have a huge huge untapped market not just uh with the diaspora but but with the the tourists and, and people who whether they love jamaican music or have jamaican friends or neighbors or just have been there once and can't yeah. get enough. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of those people that we are, uh, we are discovering right now and, uh, that are showing up in the, in this space. I mean, I look at the orders and, you know, you look at people who are ordering blue mountain coffee, mm -hmm. you know, they're from Montana, you yeah. know, they're from different parts of the United States and, and Canada. Uh, and, that represents people who may have been to Jamaica who appreciate a high quality type of product yes. that is uniquely Jamaican, but can't get it locally. And uh, they order three Yari. It's really beautiful what you've put together, you know, enabling that export capability for the vendors, for the small guy that didn't even in a hundred years imagine this would be possible. Yeah. Right. So it it it's ton of credit goes to you because you had the idea, you put it in practice, and now, you know, it's it's just beautiful what what's happening. Yeah, and the core purpose of Yadi is to you know, when I when I when I thought about the company, and it wasn't the company I was I was about to launch. I was about to launch another company in Jamaica, and had even raised capital to launch that company. And then COVID hit, mm. and I literally put one yellow folder down because I had like three companies that I had thought about, three concepts. Yadi was uh, 
was the second one and second i was going to go with another one first and so that one I, I put aside and then i i put yadi to the front and i'm glad i did because yeah so much was learned and so it was so 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 necessary to have launched that company um but the core purpose is you know yadi as a company is purpose driven the, the philosophy is is people driven to understand having born there and, and grew up there as a child and understanding what the landscape is like and what the opportunity may or may not be like for some people is envisioning that one person that's deep in the country or in the hills mm -hmm. that does not even have a good camera or a good cell phone to take but but they have a great product how do you discover that person uh give them the uh, a little bit of access or give them the light bring their products to you know to light and and tell their story and we're big on their story yeah because that that is where the inspiration lies for you no man i i'm just blown away by the level of passion the love the level of support and and um encouragement that you've shown to these to the people to these vendors yeah and uh it's just amazing what you're putting together so uh hats off to you man well thank you sir thank you sir and i know you're doing some great things as well so thank you <laughs> so Errol, share some of your expertise and i know you've been in the sales you've you've written the the read method yeah. there's a lot of there's a ton of material there share it with us some of the expertise from the book so we can share with the audience how they can be a better salesperson be a better human being be a better connector because i think all of those things combined is what enable you to become who you are yeah i think um you know what i learned over the uh i traveled extensively for eight years so having worked in the automotive space initially for about 15 years then i left that space i had sold thousands of cars managed dealerships managed even startup dealerships uh even had my own used car dealership so you know i've touched a lot of levels in the automotive space uh, and at, at a senior level as well yeah and then stepping away to do real estate marketing across North America, what I kept asking myself a question, you know, when you land in a strange place like Los Alamos, New Mexico, and those of you who've never been to Los Alamos, New Mexico, folks, you need to, if you just look it up, you'll see why it's kind of unique, mm -hmm. um, you know, or Edmonton, Alberta, or some little town, whether it's be in Canada, whether it be in the United States, whether it be parts of the Caribbean, and you land in these places and you meet someone who you'll maybe only see once. Okay. I was always intrigued by this. I'm coming from can another country, have an appointment with them to sell them advertising. Like who the hell wants advertising? People hate paying for advertising and let alone to a stranger from another country. Yeah. And I would always ask myself the question, why did he buy? Like, why did he buy? Right. When he made, you know, make the sale and get thousands of dollars in sales per day and per week, you know, I'm like, why are they actually buying? What made him say yes? So by asking me myself that question, 
I started processing what the answer actually was. And it all came down to who, right? The person, uh, people, connections, legitimate and authentic connections and uh, offering value. Um, you know, what does it mean to offer value? That's all explained in the book, but authenticity, value, you know, genuine connections and uh, providing a connection with the products or the services that you're offering as to how it could benefit them. So, <clears throat> excuse me, there's that. But so I took all of that, all of that and put in the book and I'm, I'm like, okay, so what this means is if you want to be successful in sales or business, number one, you must invest in yourself. It really comes right back to you. So what I was when I was asking myself those questions, all the answers kept pointing back to me, to the individual. Okay, well, it's because of you or it's because of what you said or it's because of how you did it or it's because of how you shook his hand or their hand or her hand or it's because you spoke about the kids and sports, whatever, okay? <clears throat> so those are the things that would come back is, so So I'm like, okay, so if, so if it really has to do with me and my efforts and my, and my methods or my philosophy, hence the read method, is how can I become a better version of myself? Yeah. And to become a better version of self, you, the cornerstone, your, your cornerstone has to be personal development. So I took on at age 35, so much later in life, you know, um, the, the concept of personal development and what I could do to be better, the best salesperson, the best manager, uh, the best, you know, in my field, et cetera. And, and that's, that's what happened. So what I'm hearing is that just be yourself, invest in yourself to be a better version of yourself. Yes, to too attract. many people. That, that's that, you're absolutely right because what happens? Like it's not nothing's going to get handed to you, right? Mm -hmm. So you have options. You take COVID for example. You can either say, "Well, I have no job. The, you know, place is closed. I'm just going to stay home and, and collect whatever money the government sent in you, and that's all right with you." Okay, or you could be in that same position, but while you're at home, you say, "You know what? What is this telling me?" Is this an opportunity to have done something? Like, for example, one of the things I did in COVID was signed up for a Harvard, an online Harvard course. Okay. Like, I didn't even think I would pass this thing. Yeah. Right. But I ended up getting that. Um, and, and it was on entrepreneurship in emerging economies. Jamaica is an emerging economy, entrepreneurship, <laughs> right? So when I saw, when the concept of what I had already envisioned literally came to light in this course, I'm like, there's no way I'm not starting this company, <laughs> right? So you never know. So that was yeah. me investing in myself again, doing an online Harvard course. Number one, to say that I did a Harvard course. Yes, of course. Right? <laughs> I won't be getting there any other way. <laughs> right? And... And I'm like, damn, there's the idea from a Harvard professor. Yep. Right. And it, I'm like, there's my answer. Right. So, so discipline, uh, investing in yourself. So what does that mean? You could be, you know, we talked earlier this morning about reading books. So I consume books on Audible. 
so I've consumed 43 books. I've listened to them three, four times each. So that's the equivalent of 120, but that's just how I study, right? Mm-hmm. I'll just listen to them over and over. No different than people would listen to songs. The more times you hear a song, eventually you know all the words to the song. Yeah. Unless you're me, then you'll never know the words of the song. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) so that's, so, so it's you, it's invested. Okay. So do you want to do some courses? But, and see, nobody has an excuse anymore that they can't. Oh my God. Because the information that you need is either available for free on YouTube or on Google or somewhere in an accredited space on the internet. Yes. Okay. So, so it's hard not to be able to, to have some, some level of success. No, that's, you're 100% right. The, The opportunities are limitless in the world that we're living in. YouTube has every single thing that you can imagine and every language Mind I say that because before I thought that, you know, there would be woodworking videos only in English and I'd watch them. And today I discovered a video in French with over a million views that was posted just a few months ago. Yeah. Because people are hungry for knowledge, right? They're hungry to find what they can do that's gonna help them become a better version of themselves now some people might not have that mindset and and mindset and those are the ones that are complaining all the time but then there's a ton of the other kind that are always looking to help others and help themselves and figure out how to get to that next level so thank you so much for sharing and and that's, also, that comes down to a lot about time management, right? Because yes, we all had a choice what we did during COVID, right? You can sit around and eat a lot and watch a lot of movies and, you know, I don't know how much of that you can do for two years. <laughs> uh, but I know you and I, we, we did some cycling. So that mm-hmm. was, you know, to keep our bodies somewhat in check. Right? Yeah. And uh, so that's important. And we learned a little bit. We started companies. Um, so it really comes down to the choices that we make, right? And it, you know, you have no one to, to blame, but yourself, you just got to look in the mirror and have I made the best use of my time in this last couple of years? What could I have done better? Have I missed an opportunity? It's never too late, but you know, I think if, if, if people haven't learned enough right now about, you know, tomorrow is not is not guaranteed. I mean, I've I've no, seen that now firsthand, having gone through, you know, the recent loss of my wife. But um, th- there's just so much opportunity out there, and the world needs people to step up. The world needs you and your ideas to do yes, and your creativity, and your products, and your expertise. Um, so don't be afraid to to go out there and, and put it up. That's right. Go out there and make your mark because people are waiting to listen from you. Absolutely. And they are they are keenly watching what you're doing because social media, and I think that's one of the reasons people don't want to post on social media because they're like, somebody's watching. Well, they're watching <laughs> because they want to cheer you on. They want yeah. to... I've been posting a ton of content on 
Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram. And I found out that a lot of my family is hanging out on Instagram. So they're sending me messages like, whoa, you have the honey bottles now. Where's my, where's my copy? Where's my <laughs> bottle, right? So they're, they're commenting. But it's, it's all a matter of share your life the way you see it and you will find others that yeah in that space for sure in that space that that are going to resonate with with that man Errol, it's been a beautiful conversation wow but before we go <laughs> okay. i do have some quick questions yes that we ask all of our guests is this the, the quick what do you call it the uh round table or what do you call it? round i forget the name I forget. I, I haven't named it yet either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the quick the quick round uh, or something. Yeah. We'll come up with a name for it. Audience, we'd love for, for you to give us a name for this <laughs> next set of questions that I, I used to ask. So, Everett, what is the one hobby that you wish you got into? Flying. <laughs> you said fine? Flying. 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 Yes. And uh, you you have flown a little bit, yeah, right. I, I have Tell on my uh, bookshelf here the my my trophy for my first solo flight, <clears throat> February twenty first, nineteen ninety one. Wow! 92. Yeah, yeah, that's I've... how long I've been studying airplanes. So flying <laughs> without a doubt. That's amazing <laughs> because I remember when I was. 10 years old or something i wanted to be a pilot or to fly planes now i haven't made it a reality but i have played a ton of <laughs> flight simulator games and and dog fighting and whatnot i think oh. i remember the first one was red baron where you're flying this prop prop plane in <laughs> world war one <laughs> but well, that's fascinating you'd be a better pilot in the in the in that space than me because i've never flown on <laughs> <laughs> on a on a game. Um I am waiting on my flight um motion simulator. Um it's a campaign I backed on Kickstarter called Field Three. It's got three hundred and sixty degree movement and hundred fifty so basically you're sitting in a seat with virtual reality goggles on with a flight stick and a rudder and everything and you're basically flying an airplane and as you're moving your your entire chair is moving back and forth, so I can't wait for that to come. It's nice. already a reality. <laughs> yeah, nice. We're all waiting patiently for our our. Well, I'm looking to get back into the seat uh, this fall. Sweet, I love it. Yeah. Next question: What did you want to be when you were a child? Well, yeah, I think I already gave that up. I, I did, wanted right? to be a pilot first. You want to be a pilot? All right, yeah. sweet. What is your favorite book, movie, or TV show? Um, I mean, the favorite book other than mine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, well, I think, I think by default, the favorite book is the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, then, you know, some of the ones I've, been, I've, I've read, uh, I like as a man thinker, it's a very short book. But I want the one quote that I take away from it, which I practice and I teach, is also yeah. men are anxious to improve their circumstances, but 
are unwilling to improve themselves, they therefore remain bound. Yeah. Right? So if you want to improve your life and your circumstances and have and ha- and have all the stuff, but you're unwilling to do the work, you're going to s- pretty much stay where you're at. Wow, man. That is, that hits close to heart. Yeah. So I listen to that all the time and it's it's the one phrase that I've uh, out of a few books that I've taken very deeply. Nice. About uh, one's abilities. Men are anxious to improve their circumstances, but are unwilling to improve themselves. So you don't go anywhere if you don't. That's deep. That is deep, my friend. Yeah. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How about what movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? You would be Gladiator? Well, if I had to play a well, I like Gladiator, but if I had to, the TV show that I really got used to, uh-huh. that I, I, this is the first time I actually watched through the COVID times, I actually yeah. got uh, hooked on Scandal. Okay, that, Scandal. That Netflix show, and that was because of Kerry Washington, obviously. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like, this show is damn good. Yeah. So, so if I were to play an actor, I'd probably want to be. I think the the guy, the president's name is Tony Goodwin or something. Or Goldwin. Uh, Goldwin. Yeah. So Gladiator for a movie. I, I really respect how. Uh, um, I forget the actor's name. How can I forget his name? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe played that that character. I really like that. Yeah, that movie. Russell Crowe has been on a very interesting journey because I think his latest movie was very disturbing. I don't know if uh, I can't remember the name for it, but um, um, it was it was very disturbing for sure. I haven't seen or heard about it. All right, cool. Um, Shows you how much I watch TV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why you went directly to the books when I asked you about movies and TV shows. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm gonna see the Bond movie though because I'm a Bond. Oh yeah, I've got to so see the Bond once every five years. Oh <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> to, take, to take time out to make a movie with Daniel Craig, and I think this might be his last movie. Yeah, so I'm hearing. So we'll see who be the next. Who be the next one? Yeah. Um, who is your favorite superhero? Jeez. <laughs> um, the, the one that comes to mind because I I I don't know if it was this the the theme song that got me, but it was uh, Robin Hood. Mm. Um, was it, I think it was called Rocket Robin Hood. Rocket Robin Hood. Yeah. I don't have to look him up. Yeah, because that's something that's something I haven't heard of. All right, yeah, last so, question. That's probably because I'm older than you. <laughs> Only by like six years. <laughs> Not much. Plus, I, I think it also depends on which country we grew up in. You yeah. grew up in Jamaica. I grew up in Saudi Arabia. We didn't really have a lot of TV. <laughs> yeah. All right, last question. If you were a board game, what would it be? Oh, geez. if I were a board game, probably probably Monopoly, so I can get rid of it. I, I guessed you as a Monopoly as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Where can the audience find you? 
Um, <clears throat> so the audience can find me at thereadmethod.com. That's my consulting firm, readmethod.com, and uh, stuff about the book. My online courses are there. And then at info, uh, sorry, and then at yadi.com, Y-A-A-H-D-Y.com. That's for the e-commerce platform, uh, for the e-commerce company, all the... Yeah, so yadi.com is and... a place which came out of the mind of <laughs> mind of Avril Reed, and it it became a reality thanks to the Harvard course, right? So yes. all of these things stack up together. Like I would not have started a podcast unless I had a little bit of experience from 2012, unless yeah. I had people teasing me about my hobbies. <laughs> Unless I had gotten into book, you know, beekeeping and helping somebody else launch a podcast and then finally getting the permission from Gary Vaynerchuk and his book, just go out and document the journey. So it's those little things over the times that percolate and come up top and are like, whoa, how did I get here? So it's yeah. really powerful when we pay attention to all the things that are happening around us. So thank you so much, Everald, for sharing your journey, sharing your heart, sharing your wisdom with the audience today. And yes. we wish you very well. Yes, thank you, sir. It was a pleasure. And I'll, I'll, I'll leave one little last tidbit. Ignore all the naysayers. Don't, pay, don't let anyone steal your thunder and your excitement uh, and your magic from what you are set out to do okay not even family members if you're passionate about doing something um and and you know that you know in deep down <clears throat> at least you because you, you'll you'll have regrets if you don't do it there you go absolutely thank you so much for that Everald. appreciate right, you every single day man and uh thank you so much for coming on the podcast well thank you sir pleasure being here Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode on Hacks and Hobbies. We absolutely appreciate your contribution. You can find additional notes on hacksandhobbies.com. Please share the podcast with your friends and tell them what you learned about our guest today. 